Welcome to the On The Green Podcast, where we'll give you the latest news and events from the world of golf and spotlight golf courses from around Northeast Florida and the First Coast. We'll take you inside the ropes with interviews, strategies for playing the courses, and get a tip from the head professional. Each show will also feature an interview with a prominent golf insider. They'll share firsthand stories and insights you won't hear anywhere else. Now, here's your host of On the Green, Tim Eiley. Hello, and welcome to another edition of On the Green Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Eiley. We're coming to you from Studio Podcast Suites here in Jacksonville, Florida. You can find this podcast on your favorite podcast platform or check us out at our website, onthegreenconsulting.com backslash podcast. There you can also find my monthly blog, which I hope you'll enjoy. Now, this is the final highlight show of our series as we take a look back at some of the most memorable interviews and moments of the past three years of On the Green Podcast. On today's show, we're going to look back at episode 34, which was a preview of the PGA Tour's 2021-2022 season. Now, my co-host of this particular show, Jeff Adams, and I made a few predictions. We previewed the majors, and we welcome special guest Andy Pazder, Chief Tournament and Competition Officer at the PGA Tour. It's going to be a great show, so welcome to the 44th edition of On the Green Podcast. Now, let's start off this highlight show with some staggering facts about the money the players on the PGA Tour played for during the 2021-2022 season. The direct purse payouts, and we're going to get into some of this money, so you're going to have to kind of pay attention here a little bit because it gets maybe get a little confusing. Um, direct purse payouts is $427 million, which is an increase of $35 million over last year. The average purse uh, is now $9.1 million, but the total payout, that's that's when you include the FedEx Cup uh playoffs you know uh what they're making there the comcast business tour top 10 what they're making there the player impact program which uh everybody's been hearing about and the play 15 bonus the total payout for the players for the 2021 2022 pga tour season is a staggering 838 million dollars that's not too bad jeff there's a little bit of money to be played for out there and uh i think that Commissioner Jay Monahan certainly been doing his job. His job is to uh, look out for the players, look out for the tour, and look out for golf in general. But uh, the players are the, the people that he he reports to, so to speak, and um, lead charge is to, to make their make their lives better and more profitable. And he's clearly clearly doing that with these various programs. And there's uh, a number of reasons, like you said, we're going to get into that as to why they're um, uh, why we're hearing about these programs uh, that are. That, been in the works just a little bit, but are really kicking off strong here uh, for the 21-22 season. Now, Jeff Adams and I then got into a segment of players to watch on tour this past season. Let's let's look at you know some players to watch. Um, and again, we're you know the PGA Tour season picks back up in Hawaii. Uh, actually, tomorrow we're we're taping this the day before the uh, the Century Tournament of Champions. So. Um, it starts up, but there's there's some players to watch. I think we got to start out with uh, with Tiger. I mean, will there be a Tiger sighting in 2022? I'd have to say yes, but I don't know when. I mean, we watched him play the PNC father son a few weeks ago. Um, he hit the ball really well, uh, but as he said, you know, he was in a cart. Uh, he wasn't walking. Uh, he's not really uh, in golf shape, as he says. Uh, he's 
just turned 46 uh the end of december um you know what do you think jeff do you think you think tiger's gonna gonna play in 2022 and if so where do you think he's gonna show up first of all i'm uh, like i think all golf fans delighted to see that he's he's walking he's he's playing he's uh carrying on what appears to be a fairly normal life. We're not in his body, and I'm sure he would uh, dispute that to a large degree, but right. he was out there playing golf, and it, it, it was great to see. So now you wish him um, success with the re- rest of his recovery, which is, I'm not a doctor, but it's it's not going to be another three or four months. It's going to be another two, three, four years or whatever, probably before he's even um, anywhere near close to 100%. And he, may, he probably will never be 100%. As far as his golf game is concerned uh, it was great watching that pnc hit a lot of really good shots um seemed to be really good with the short stuff uh, mm-hmm. but i think everybody's got to be real careful not to get too excited too carried away say jesus tiger gonna play the masters if he plays the masters i'll be i'll be really scratching my head because yeah. uh, i'll be let's i'll be very surprised yes um he he labored while he was playing at P- at the PNC, no mm-hmm. question about it, um, he he took took holes off, so to speak, or shots off, and, and he just wasn't uh, he wasn't near in any kind of a game shape. And uh, I think we just should be happy that he's that he's doing well, and then just hope that his recovery is a is a productive, fast one, and that he's he's out there playing golf to some degree. But I, if Tiger ever wins another PGA Tour event, that'll be that'll be. The sports story of uh, of the decade or maybe the century. I don't know. It's just because Ben Hogan came back, and so who knows? I don't know what the comparison is on their on their two injuries, mm-hmm. but who knows? He may he may shock us all. He's done it in the past, but exactly. his, he's he's in a, he's got a long way to go. I think to uh, um, start talking seriously about wins and that kind of stuff. I have to agree. I have to agree. Just as hilly as you know, Augusta National is. Um, He's going to have to be as close to to 100% as he can be to to tee it up there. But I'm sure he's got something on the calendar. I th- I'm sure he's with his doctors and 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 they're saying, hey, you know, by X date, you know, you'll be able to to get out there and be you know be able to compete and that leg will hold up and you don't have to worry about the kind of pressure you put on it. And I'm sure he's got that date circled. We don't know what that is, but. Well, I, I know he likes the uh, to go to the Champions Dinner in Augusta, so maybe he'll come up and play the par three. <laughs> that's right. Maybe he'll play the par <laughs> three. That's the next day, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. You know, a player that we that we mentioned before, Jason Kokrak, I mean, he, he's won three times in the last calendar year, um, drives it far. He's obviously a good putter. you got to be a good putter out there. I think the putters come alive. Uh, we saw him win uh, the QBE shootout with Kevin Na. Um, you know, he made the decisive 10 footer for birdie to, to secure the win. Um, I, th- I think he's another player to watch this kind of hitting his stride for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, he's, he's really shown some good stuff in the last year or so. He's, he's a talented player, hits it long and all that stuff. And I think he's got, he's a guy who, he may be one of the, one of the, uh, the new guys contending for a major. You, you never can tell. He's got, he's kind of got all the tools. Absolutely. And, you know, Justin Thomas, here's another one that he did not have a great year last year. Uh, I'm sure by his standards, by his (laughs) standards. Well, yeah, by his standards. Exactly. (laughs) So I I think we're probably going to hear a little bit from uh, from Justin. And um, Justin was I think that uh, the putter was was sometimes not Mm -hmm. his friend. He had. Sometimes he's missing putts that we didn't expect him to miss. And we all know what happens when you're not making all the putts. Just ask Jordan Spieth. 
2015 and, and 2021, he went up and down like a yo-yo in that department. Exactly. And now he's back on the on the right end of the yo-yo. And you know, Colin, uh, Colin Morcow is another one that uh, that I love to watch. I mean, he just he's such a pure iron player. Really, really smart. You know, very mature for his age. I think he's kind of breaking out of that pack of you know twenty something young guns. Um, you know, a lot a lot of people expected a lot out of out of Xander Shoffley. He's done pretty well. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is another one. Um, still hasn't won on the PGA Tour yet. But Colin coming out, you know, he's won two major championships. He's won a WGC event. Uh, he's just a really really good player who. Who I would expect, you know, moving forward is going to be going to win more than once each year on the PGA Tour. Uh, I would agree. Uh, he's he's only 24, so he's he's only been out on tour a couple of years. Another guy who kind of like uh, not even a sleeper, but uh, Victor Hovland. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. My mother's parents were born in Norway, so I'm a little little prejudiced <laughs> on, on this one. But uh, uh, he's clearly a good player, and I saw where he's played in seven majors uh, and his top finishes. 12 or something like that but he hadn't finished any worse than 30th and he's made every cut so, right and he's got plenty of plenty of game and he's he seems like he's there often and he might be one of these guys who really busted busted loose this coming year absolutely so you know we've been talking about names that people know but let's let's talk about a few players that people may not know and i'm talking about some of the corn Ferry tour graduating class you know you've i i look at a guy like grayson sig um who had two Corn Ferry Tour wins? He's a he's another University of Georgia grad. Uh, you know that that seems to be a factory out there with you know starting with Bubba and going through to you know Harris English and and Kevin Kisner and and Hudson Swafford and all these guys that are that are out there winning on the PGA Tour. Um, he's already had a tie for ninth uh, this year on the PGA Tour, and and you know. You hear a lot of his uh, UGA counterparts uh, talking about he's he's got the game to win on the PGA Tour, so he's one guy to watch from that from that rookie class. Um, Kevin Kisner is is uh, he's very similar to I don't say very similar, but he reminds me of of Kevin Kisner. He's got a little swagger, um, and he's a really really again I use the expression good kid. We got to know him out on uh, Corn Ferry Tour and. Uh, uh, actually, I did some work in McKenzie Tour Canada, and he's he's a good kid, and he's a very good player, and and I think he's one of those guys. Like you say, we keep an eye on him. Absolutely, and then you got Curtis Thompson. Curtis, of course, has some good pedigree with his sister Lexi on the LPGA Tour. His brother, his older brother Nicholas, uh, played on the PGA Tour for a number of years. You know, the funny thing is, he he actually quit the game uh, for about a year, and he ended up going out and caddying for Lexi, and he worked at. Uh, a course down in South Florida called Pine Tree Golf Club. Um, he thought his career was over, but he, he got the itch and, and decided he worked on his game a little bit, decided to go to the uh, Corn Ferry Tour qualifying school, and he ended up winning it in 2020, and and here we are. He's got a PGA Tour card. Uh, a lot amazing. of good pedigree there, but uh, you know, I think he I think he's got the game that could uh, you know could potentially win out there as well. That's an amazing story, and be interested to follow it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's a good guy, too. I knew him. You know, you knew him. I knew him out there on, on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, Nick Hardy, another one. Uh, the graduates, University of Illinois product. You know, Mike Small, who's a good player in his own right. Um, he produces a lot of good players out of there. Uh, and some of the alumni, even, when you look at uh, Tomas Peters, 
who's good international player, DA points, a winner on the PGA Tour, Steve Stricker, obviously. People may know him as Ryder Cup captain and uh, um, just one of the most consistent players out there. So Nick Hardy, again, he's got he's got a lot of game, and he's coming from a good spot, uh, University of Illinois. And we move on to another guy that uh, Jeff and I kind of like, uh, Lee Hodges, uh, University of Alabama. He's already had two top te- top fifteen finishes on the PGA Tour. So Lee again, you know, you, Justin Thomas out of uh, University of Alabama. They're they're starting to produce some really good, really good players out there. There must be something in the water and something from Nick Saban is rubbing off on the golf team. I think Davis Riley's another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were together at uh, University of Alabama. And they he's, were. he's out on. Uh, he's got his PGA Tour card <laughs> too as well. So another. Uh, Roll tighter. Roll tighter. Keep an eye on. Keep an eye on. <laughs> and the last one I want to mention of players to watch in, in 2022, Brandon Wu. Uh, Brandon um, Walker Cupper played at Stanford. Uh, he's already had a tie for seventh on the PGA Tour. Um, he's one of those guys that that people, you know, you hate to you hate to brand somebody a can't miss, but uh, he is branded a can't miss, and he, he played really well. And the Corn Ferry Tour got his, got his card, so – We'll have to keep an eye on him as well. Now, let's see how we did on a few of these. Let's start with Tiger Woods. Nobody knew if he was going to play. He ended up playing the Masters, the PGA Championship, and the Open Championship. We had Justin Thomas winning his second PGA Championship in May. And then we had Xander Shoffley. He had three wins uh, this past year. The first was at the Zurich Classic with his partner, Patrick Cantlay. And then he went on to win the Travelers Championship, which was his first individual title since 2019. And he followed that up with a win at the Genesis Scottish Open. Now, the one player to watch that we highlighted that probably had the best year was Scotty Scheffler. Now, Scotty came into the year without a win on the PGA Tour. He then won the Masters and went on to win three more times. So he had one heck of a season. Now, Victor Hovland ended up winning the Worldwide Technology Championship at Mayakoba. And then we talked about some of the rookies that were coming out. So let's see how we fared with the rookies. So Grayson Sig, um, University of Georgia product, he made it to the FedEx Cup playoffs and ended up 114th on the FedEx Cup list with two top 10s. So we, we did pretty well there. Now, we missed on Curtis Thompson. Curtis is, of course, Lexi Thompson's uh, brother. Uh, He ended up with two top 25s, which was okay, but he ended up 184th on the FedEx Cup list. So we missed there. Also missed on Nick Hardy uh, with three top 25s, ended up 143rd on the FedEx Cup rankings. And as you know, it's the top 125 that keep their card for the following year. Now, we got better with Lee Hodges. Uh, He had three top 25s, including a third-place finish at the American Express, and he made it to the FedEx Cup playoffs, uh, finishing 76th on the list. Our best uh, player to watch, I think, was Davis Riley. Uh, He had six top 10s, including a second-place finish at Valspar. He made it to the Tour Championship at Eastlake, which is awesome, and ended up 26th on the FedEx Cup list. And last but not least is Brandon Wu. I like Brandon. He's a Stanford product, a really good kid. Ended up with five top tens and 85th on the FedEx Cup. So then you'll recall we welcomed Andy Pazder, the chief tournament and competitions officer at the PGA Tour, to the show and talked about 
navigating the pandemic. We talked about the partnership between the PGA Tour and DP World Tour. He talked about the President's Cup. And also he gave us um, a couple of players that he thought we should be watching this season. You know, you're talking about some of the young the young guys that some people have, may have heard of, some people may not have. But um, who are some of the players uh, this year that uh, people should be kind of watching out for on the PGA Tour? Well, we, <laughs> I, I've been drinking the Kool-Aid for a long time here at, at the PGA Tour, and we like to think that, you know, every player uh, has the potential to be a top player. Uh, so I'll, I'll start with that because there's always somebody <laughs> – uh, and, and by the way, this year we have the largest rookie class ever. We had 31 rookies this year. Wow. Um, so th- there's always someone that kind of, you know, over the first year or two jumps out that, that might be a little bit of a surprise. Um, and it's always fun for me to try to, you know, identify who, who that person uh, might be, or maybe it's a couple players. So, uh, so we're excited about that. And one of the great things about the Corn Ferry Tour is it, it sends – players to us that are beyond uh, game ready right you know, they're, right. they're ready to they're ready to you know tackle the world right from the, the the get-go and in this whole you know notion that it takes me a year or two to get their feet underneath them uh, that's not the case anymore so you know I, I was fortunate to participate in an annual uh, rookie uh, dinner that we do at the RSM classic and uh, really a, a, a room full of really bright, uh, fun, engaging individuals. And like I said, I love looking around the room and seeing, okay, well, you know, this, this is the person that could be the sneaky kind of breakout star. But there were a couple, though, that I, I had been following uh, last summer on the Corn Ferry Tour um, that I've been kind of keeping my eye on. And I've spent a little bit of time around here this fall as they've got their rookie year going. Uh, one one gentleman, Grayson Sig, uh, mm-hmm. who who came in, I think maybe second or third on the Corn Ferry Tour points list. I mean, he's certainly not maybe under the radar per se, but there's just something the way something about his game, the way he carries himself, his his confidence. Um, he's a Georgia Bulldog. I think he's our 11th or 12th Georgia Bulldog on tour now. Yep. Um, He's he's uh, lives up in the Sea Island area, so I know he's been playing against some really good players in that area. Nothing intimidates him, so he could be somebody that's that's really uh, has a great first year. And then good, uh, good, fun guy with a lot of personality too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. he he he. <laughs> He, he was terrific. He was the only player that showed up in the sport code. Boy, do the guys give him the business over that. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> and he owned it. And he owned it. It was it was delightful. And then uh, another young man that um, you know I, I was uh, I happened to know his agent uh, for twenty five plus years, and he said, "Keep an eye out for this young man. When he gets to the tour, you'll never forget him." And and it's Figalo, who was an All American at Pepperdine. Um, Indian descent, uh, California kid, uh, big, you know, he's, uh, gosh, six, five, maybe big kid. Uh, and he's, he's a bit of a, um, a, it struck me is a, a gentle giant, you know, one of the nicest young men you'd ever meet, uh, very respectful, you know, great handshake looks in the eye, but man, on the golf course, he is super talented. Uh, so he could be, you know, if you're in a fantasy golf league and, and you're, you know, you're, you're in the last round and you're down to your last pick, 
I'd I'd be giving some thought to Grayson Sig and, and Seth Sigala. He didn't uh, Sigala. He was Player of the Year. One of the one of the college awards is Player of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. About two I think years he was ago. the Nichols Nichols Award yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. His his senior year at Pepperdine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, set some records and uh, yeah, he's he's. Uh, I, I I texted his agent. Like I said, he's a longtime friend of mine, and I said uh, I didn't think it was possible, but she actually understated how nice of a young man he is. And oh, by the way, he's he's uber talented. He's really good. <laughs> well, that, was a, that might be he's, the tip of the tip of the the uh, the podcast here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you heard, Grayson Sig is one that we agreed on, and the other that Andy mentioned, which is Saya Thigala. Uh, he did really well, five top tens, including a second and ended up 28th on the FedEx Cup list. So overall, I think we all did pretty well on the players to watch. I look forward to uh, to doing it again uh, for next season. But in the meantime, I think we'll all agree, it was definitely a great season on the PGA Tour, despite the noise made by that live group. Now the future looks bright with some of the changes coming next year that were announced by Commissioner Jay Monahan ahead of the Tour Championship back in August. So the PGA Tour, in my opinion, is still the greatest tour in the world and where you're going to find the best players in the world competing. If you want to be one of the greatest players to ever play the game, you have to play on the PGA Tour and put your record up against Sneed, Hogan, Palmer, Nicholas, Tiger Woods, That's the way to do it. Now, to hear the entire podcast, including a breakdown of the four majors, the President's Cup, and more about the partnership between the PGA Tour and DP World Tour, tune in to Episode 34 on your favorite podcast platform or on my website, onthegreenconsulting.com. Thank you again to Jeff Adams and Andy Pazder for being on the show. We'll be right back. that's all the time we have for this show i really appreciate you listening and hope you let all of your friends and colleagues know about the show as well and don't be as shy about submitting a review of the show on google or your favorite podcast platform now i hope you've enjoyed the final highlight show of this series as we took a look back at the first three years of on the green podcast again i want to thank all my guests for taking time out to be on the show now all 44 shows can be found on your favorite podcast platform or at my website, onthegreenconsulting.com backslash podcast. And if you have ideas for future shows, please send me an email, tim at onthegreenconsulting.com. I'm your host, Tim Eiley, and until next time, try to keep it in the short grass. Mm-hmm.